So the question is always the same. How do I get into real estate investing if I have no money? How do I find deals? How do I negotiate deals? How do I find contractors and manage rehabs? How do I get the money to even buy these houses, to hold these houses? How does a rental work? How do you manage a rental? How do you manage tenants? How do you borrow money? How do you borrow money with almost no interest? How are all these things done and how are they done the right way? Well, I am John Barbera, and this is an investor's journey where we share with you how to invest in real estate the right way and how to get into it with no money, how to do this with real tactics that are working today in the market that we're in right now with things that we are personally doing. So welcome to the show. With real estate wholesaling, there are five epic mistakes you must avoid. Now, when you're getting started and you've been kind of going at this for a little bit, there's so much noise out there, especially in YouTube, right? And in podcasts and all these things that it makes it hard for you to know which way to start. So that's why we have this channel. In this channel, I'm showing you everything that we do day in and day out, what works, what doesn't work, what I'm doing with all of my students, everything that I teach them, why I teach them that way, why they're having success because of the things I teach them, right? So if this is your first time on the channel, consider hitting that subscribe button because as we drop new videos every single week, you get to stay on top of everything that's working. You don't want to be catching up to what was working before because you're always behind. And whoever was the one that figured it out, they're making all the money. You're getting whatever crumbs are left over. So if you want to stay ahead of the curve, you got to be subscribed to this channel, following us. We have a podcast that you can follow, listen to on Spotify, iTunes, wherever it is. So there's plenty of reasons uh, that you have to succeed. And you just have to pick one, choose it, commit to it. And the biggest one is to be following this channel. So obviously there's a lot more than just five things that you need to avoid, but these are the five big ones. If you avoid these five mistakes, you're going to be able to set yourself up above 95% of all the other wholesalers in the market. So number one is setting up a business first. Now there are so many, and I've seen gurus even put, pitch this stuff. Obviously a lot of them have a, a vested interest because they happen to work with a CPA firm or one thing or another that they have a vested interest in you starting a company. This is not necessary. If you haven't made money in real estate yet, don't invest not just your money in starting a company, but your time. The amount of people I've met that spent months finding the LLC, getting the business cards, building the website, doing all this nonsense. And yet you've never done a deal. And the reason this is important is because maybe real estate isn't for you right? Maybe real estate is something that's like you thought it was a cool idea until you actually got into it. Maybe you do a deal or two and you're like, ah, I really don't like this. And then you killed all that time that you could have found this out way before then to do all of this. Or even worse, by the time you get to start doing real estate, you're out of money because of the amount of time and money you spent on creating all this front end stuff. You don't need this. All right. You need to just get the, get going and start wholesaling, start marketing, start building your buyers list. Just start, start doing real estate. You don't start with the business. Don't start with an LLC. You don't need any of that until you're actually making money. Now, the second mistake you want to avoid is get the deal first. We hear this all the time from these gurus or, or these real estate investors that haven't been investors in many years. 
People say, if you have a deal, you'll find the money, you'll find the buyer. That is sort of true. Where does this become an issue is when you're new, you don't know what a deal looks like. And this is a question I get consistently from my students is that, you know, oh, I got a deal. No, you got a contract. That doesn't mean you have a deal, right? Because when you start analyzing it, you don't have the buyers for it. You didn't get it at the right price. It's not in the right area. All these things play a factor. And then you're like, oh man, you know, I thought I had a deal. It's like, no, you had a contract because you follow what everybody's telling you. Just get a deal and the, and the buyers are going to be there. That's BS. The buyers are only going to be there if you actually have a deal. So how do you avoid this is build your buyers list first. Find quality buyers by networking. I have a ton of videos on this and I'll link it below the, the whole um, playlist that I built on this on how to find your buyers, how to vet them, how to build your list, how to ask them the right question, figure out their buy box. Now this matters because your buyers are going to tell you what they're buying, why they're buying it, what price they're buying it. Even better yet, if you find a motivated seller, most buyers will accompany you to those appointments to help you analyze the deal. So it doesn't get any easier than that. Build your buyers list first. Don't go after a deal because all you're going to go after is a contract that maybe you are never going to be able to sell and you're not even going to know why you can't sell that contract. Mistake number three, start with direct mail. Don't do that. Direct mail is by far one of the most expensive forms of marketing. Now, I'm not saying don't start with direct mail because it doesn't work. Direct mail works in some areas. Some areas is a little bit tougher, but it, any marketing works. Here's the issue with direct mail is that it's very, very expensive. And the number one thing that I've realized that the majority of you guys are missing and lacking is the ability to sell over the phone. Now, why is this important? Because if you spend three, five, seven thousand dollars a month on direct mail, you're going to get these calls and you're not going to be able to convert them because you don't know how to connect with the seller. You don't know how to ask these probing questions that are going to give you the, the understanding of what the real motivation is for why they want to sell. You're not going to be able to, to really build that rapport with the seller. And then what's going to happen is you're not going to get the deal. And then you're going to say, you know, real estate sucks. Direct mail sucks. And it's not that they suck. It's kind of that you suck a little bit, right? And it's understandable. You haven't start, you haven't done this before, right? So you don't have that experience of speaking to many sellers, understanding, listening to those key terms that they use that you can go ahead and dig deeper and to really find out what the pain is. And this is something that I spend so much time training my students on is how to listen to when the seller's talking, how to pick out what the real pain point is and how to dig deeper into those pain points. And with direct mail, the leads come in so few and far between that you don't get enough at bats to learn it quickly. So you're going to be spending a lot of money to learn the process very, very, very slowly. So what I recommend is you do cold calling instead. Pull yourself a list of absentee homeowners with equity. And what this means with equity is target absentee homeowners that have owned these properties for 10 plus years. So you have a really good shot that they have equity in them and just start calling these people. Now, a lot of them are going to be no's and, and an F off and all these things. But what it's going to give you is it's going to give you a lot of at bats. 
It's going to get to a point where you're comfortable on the phone. You have no problem making calls. You know how to talk to people. You know how to ask them questions. You know how to figure out like, hmm, you know, I've gotten this response a few times. Maybe there's a better way I can approach this issue or this response or this question or this, you know, type of seller. And you, the only way you can get there faster is by cold calling. Direct mail, again, you're going to spend a ton of money and the calls are going to slowly trickle in. And if you don't have the skills, you're just going to be wasting a ton of money. Mistake number four is when you finally have a seller that you're talking to, you don't dig deep enough. So what do I mean? Let's say you're talking to an absentee homeowner and they tell you, yeah, you know, I'm just tired of being a landlord. And you're like in your head, got it, tired landlord. All right, so tell me about your property, blah, 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 blah. That's not good. Right. Because right now, the reason you're not getting that deal is because you're competing with everybody else based on price. What we do that's different is we compete against everybody else based on connection. If we connect better with that seller, there's a really good chance that seller is not going to go with anybody else just because they like us better than everybody else. We've even had it to a point where the sellers called us and they tell they tell us can you believe somebody tried to scam me by saying they're going to pay me a lot more than what you're offering you understand we they trust us so much because we spend so much time with them and really digging out into those pain points that we're able to connect with them at a much deeper level really figure out what the solution is that they need and provide them with that solution provide them with the certainty that they're going to get that solution from us right so when somebody says you know oh, i'm just tired of being a landlord this and that Really, tell me more and just let them talk. Ask the question and just be quiet. Let them talk. Let them tell you why they're tired of being a landlord. You know, what, what, what is it about being a landlord that's got you tired? And let them tell you. Is it that the tenants are not making enough rent? So let, let's, let's role play this a little bit, right? I wasn't going to do it, but let, let's role play this a little bit more. So the landlord tells you, you know, yeah, it's just this tenant. It's always late. Uh, they're already behind a few months and they're always giving me the runaround. Ah, oh, man, that's, that's gotta be tough. And, and you say they've, they've always been late. How long has this been happening? Oh, it's been happening, you know, for like eight months already, man. And what kind of problems has that caused for you? Well, you know, not getting the rent, I still got to make the mortgage payment and I'm not sure, you know, I, I'm now I'm thinking about eviction and all that. Yeah. And, and if you had to go the eviction route, I mean, what's that going to mean for you? Ah, I mean, I don't even know where to begin. You know, wh what do I do with the eviction process? So what I'm asking with all these questions is I'm helping him internalize how big of a problem this really is. Because when you leave it so surface level, sometimes it's like, yeah, I'm tired, but I'll figure it out. But when you help them think through it deeper and deeper and deeper, all of a the sudden they're like, just like, man, this is, this is really going to suck, you know? And then you can present your solution. It's like, well, you know, why go through all that? We can get rid of the tenant if we needed to. We can take over all that. We can buy the house as is. You don't have to do anything. You don't even have to get rid of the tenant. We'll take care of everything. Now, all of a sudden, it's all that pain, all that weight he had on his shoulder. It's like, oh, man, this is going to be amazing. This is, you know, yeah, if I don't have to deal with the tenant, I don't have to deal with repairs. Now we've connected with them at a level that most other wholesalers can never connect with them because what does everybody else do? Hey, you want to sell your house for cash as is? And how jacked up is your house? Your house needs a ton of work. Here's my lowball offer, right? That's the common script that's going around. Don't do that. 
dig deeper into the pain points and really figure out what solution is best going to suit them. Mistake number five is not following up. A lot of people start marketing and what they do is like they, they go at it one time, talk to some people, don't talk to others, whatever it may be. No deals came out of it. They move on. The bulk, and I'm not even kidding, I would say 97% of our deals come from the follow-up. We rarely get a deal off the first try that we do. Either the first phone call, the first letter that we send, or any of that. We rarely get a deal from the first time. It is six, seven, sometimes 15 tries before we get a hold of them, before we really connect with them, before we really get to that point when they're ready to sell. So if you don't have a system in place, like we like to use uh, Resimply, and I'll put a link below where you can get a discount on that CRM if you need it. Um, but we use Resimply where we're able to set follow-up tasks, drip campaigns, all of these things that help us close more deals by making sure that we're always on top of every single seller that we've spoken to. Because they may not be ready today, but they'll be ready in three to four or five months, maybe a year from now. But if you set the automated drip sequence, you haven't done anything in that year except let the system send them a message every single month. Then all of a sudden, a year from now, they message you back on one of those on one of those messages and say, yeah, I'm ready to sell now. There you go. It took you zero work to get a deal done. But that's because you're not following up. So again, if you guys have been finding this valuable, please hit subscribe. Give me a thumbs up. Let me know what you think. And I will keep producing more content that's up to date, that's relevant to you in this market today. So any questions that you have, anything, reach out to me. You can reach out to me directly by just texting the word YouTube to 210-794-9898. And ask me whatever questions you want. You'll get me directly responding to you. So I appreciate you all for watching and I'll catch you in the next one.